In uh, John, Gospel of John, chapter 6, I'm just going to hit one verse, part of a verse here, and then jump over to Luke. Uh, but uh, I'm going to begin with this, kind of set this up. Uh, some, his, some of Jesus' disciples says, Many therefore of his disciples, this 60th verse, by the way, chapter 6 of John, when they had heard this that he had just talked about, just said, this, they said, this is an hard saying. Who can hear it? This is a hard saying. Who can hear it? Uh, there's a lot in God's Word. They're hard, hard sayings. Difficult, whether it's hard in intensity, uh, where you just kind of, you kind of say, whoa, you know, and, or something, react like that, or difficult. It's a hard saying to understand, but uh, who can, uh, who can hear it? Uh, this is a hard saying. I've got two uh, examples, I believe, of, of hard sayings. Uh, and uh, they are both said by, I think I'm on good ground. If the, Jesus said both of them. He talked about both of them. He's reacting to some things. Uh, and I'm going to go to Luke, the, uh, the uh, 14th uh, chapter. Uh, Yeah, 14th chapter of, uh, of Luke. Uh, I never decide where to, where to start and, uh, <clears throat> guess, uh, I believe <clears throat> I apologize It is not the 14th chapter of Luke Luke chapter 15. <clears throat> okay. Leave, I know where I am. It's just, just above. I want to go into 15, but uh, it's actually the verse that I'm thinking of is the 26th verse of that chapter 14 of Luke. Um. And I've always, I've always had difficulty with this. It's truly a, a hard saying uh, for me. Uh, but in the in the twenty fifth verse, he said, "It says, uh, and there went great multitudes with him, and he turned and said unto them, this is Jesus, if any man come to me and hate not." 
Hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, and his own life also. He cannot be my disciple. So just in, in my mind, as I translate things in my mind, I think unless I hate that list of, of persons, unless I hate them, I can't be a disciple of Christ. Um, now, if we go to uh, the, uh, the Ten Commandments, it says uh, the, that we're to honor our father and mother. We're to honor. We, we can see what would appear to be contradictions here. Well, wait, he, he tells us in, in, in Exodus chapter 20, we're to honor our mother and father. And by the way, we are to do that. Uh, children, <laughs> honor them. Um, and I think about uh, Ephesians chapter chapter 5, I believe, that husbands are to love our wives even as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. We're to love our wives. Well, we can't have opposite, con- contra- contradicting statements, and they're not. So then you have to dig in and truly rightly divide the word of God. Uh, and, and 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 so it is. So there there's a hard hard saying right there. And in fact, in this at the end of this 14th chapter, here there are three and uh, three hard not well. There are three sayings that support a particular subject, and that's dis- discipleship. Discipleship. That's and that with discipleship, uh, uh, I always think of the word follower, and that's that's much of it. But it's, there is a, uh, a relationship between a pupil or a follower or a learner and the teacher or the master there. And so you learn from them. But there's more to that, uh, to it than just that. Uh, and so, uh, and I hope to be expedient with this. And then when I go over to the eighth chapter of John in a few moments... Uh, but so we see this, if any man come to me and they do not uh, hate that list of people, persons there, he cannot be my disciple. Um, the second one is, in that next verse, so I'm going to get these three, uh, and whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. So there's another one. We cannot. He's defining who cannot be uh, his disciple. And we want, and there is certainly, and you all know, you know, that there's a difference between being a child of God, born again child of God, and a disciple. There's a father. There are many children of God that are not disciples. There, there's some here that we'll, we'll, we'll see. So we can go right here and we see today. They're not followers of God, uh, of Jesus Christ. Uh, and then in the uh, the final verse in the 14th chapter that, that I want to, to cover this morning, he, he says, So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he hath, that forsaketh not all that he hath, uh, he cannot be my disciple. So, uh, I, I guess I need to just 
give over everything. Just forsake everything. Now, let me go ahead and give the, the interpretation of this, and I'll back this up. Uh, with a couple of verses over in, in Genesis, uh, but uh, uh, this is showing the preeminence of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, our great and merciful high priest. We are to, he's telling them, and, and he certainly would get their attention with that 26th verse at that time, they'd be listening. Uh, they, know, they know the Ten Commandments. They know them. Uh, and and uh, and and so uh, he he is saying that we are to uh, put aside everything else and show Christ uh, preeminence, uh, give him the glory. Now that is a and so he's making this point here. He cannot contradict himself in his word. Uh, that commandment that we're to honor our mother and father. Uh, Ephesians, uh, the, the Apostle Paul says that we are, as husbands, are to uh, love our wives even as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. Uh, we're to do that in multiple places. But we are to not to put those things ahead of Jesus Christ. Tell you what, if I, if I would uh, put Christ first, uh, have give him preeminence, show him that uh, in my life. Then those other things are going to come. The love uh, of my, uh, myself to my wife, toward my wife, my children, my brother, uh, and go through the list. Uh, brethren, sisters, and, and it says, yea, and yes, my own life also. I, I put that ahead of so many things. Uh, but but not ahead of Christ, not ahead of that discipleship, uh, and, and uh, uh, so now in uh, uh, Genesis, this word hate there. Let me just spend just a few moments on this. If any man come to me and hate not these uh, persons here, in uh, Genesis chapter twenty nine. Chapter 29 of Genesis. Um, says in the um, 30th verse of that 29th chapter of Genesis. says, And he went in also unto Rachel, and he loved also Rachel... More than Leah. So he, he loved Rachel more than Leah. So we've got that. Then it says, uh, and served uh, with him yet seven other years. And there's whole, of course, a whole story there. Uh, but then it says in the 31st verse, And when the Lord saw that Leah was hated, was hated, he opened her womb, but Rachel, but Rachel was barren. So we have that uh, that uh, Leah was loved less than Rachel. But then in the 31st verse, it actually says, when the Lord saw, he saw that Leah was hated there. Now, when you look up that word throughout God's word, we, we, and, and, and in rightly dividing, I was going to say primitive Baptist, but anyone who is, uh, is rightly dividing God's word, we know that the English language uh, is not adequate 
that the translators uh, uh, were blessed uh, by uh, uh, by God after the inspired wor- when the inspired word of God was translated and so forth. But there's different meanings uh, if we go back and and see and we see them. Uh, uh, Sister Meredith was telling me about a book that she has. It doesn't come out of the King James translation. It doesn't. Uh, uh, it's it's not a biblical so-called book, but it's it's about uh, twelve extraordinary women. And yet it does not, uh, that, and I don't know if she may find more that, oh, well, this doesn't go along with the Bible, but uh, it, it uh, does not go against what the Bible uh, says. Uh, but uh, So we, we're enlightened by those things, and then we go back to God's Word. Now, this word hated, uh, we uh, uh, continuous, continuously uh, preach, uh, ministers do, uh, that in uh, Romans 9 and 13, that uh, God uh, loved Jacob and hated Esau. Now, uh, in the New Testament, now, uh, of course, this is uh, Genesis out of a heap from Hebrew language, but uh, same uh, definition of as the Greek in the New Testament, but that word hated there in Luke 14, where if we don't hate mother, father, brother, sister, so forth, brethren, and all that, is the same word, Greek word, as in Romans 9, 13. And we say and we preach uh, that in that verse, uh, uh, that because uh, uh, in, uh, some will say, well, uh, that God loved Jacob and uh, loved Esau uh, uh, less than he did Jacob. Well, I just just read here in in the thirtieth verse that he loved uh, also Rachel more than Leah, and then he uses the word hated. There's that definition in uh, in in my Strong's concordance, which is not inspired, but that Greek the def, Greek definition there it says uh, uh, at some point uh, in that definition of of hate uh, that uh, uh, that it's by extension uh, to love less, to love less. So how can we refute when someone says in Romans 9.13 that God loved Esau less than uh, Jacob? Uh, Well, you rightly divide. You rightly divide. You see, then study and meditate and pray that God would reveal that doctrine of election to you. And and you'll realize that. and, and, And aside from that, Go back to what I say. What are we to look through? The, the prism of the sovereignty of God. And then his, his, uh, his hatred, his jealousy, it is perfect. Isn't God perfect? He's unchangeable. He doesn't need to change because he's perfect. And so I can't think, well, if I, if I say that I uh, literally hate someone. I have no love for them. I don't love them less than I guess you could define any hatred. as Certainly it's, it's less love than I have for brethren and sisters, my wife, my family. Yeah, yeah, it's so much. I don't like them at all. That's sinful. That's sinful hatred. That's an, an emotion. Not with God. Not with God. Uh, but but here, uh, then, you rightly divide. And say, in fact, he puts that here. God reveals these things. But you read both in, in, in tandem, this 30th and 31st verse, and you see what hated means. It says, uh, loved Rachel more than Leah. So, loved Leah less than Rachel. There's that, by extension, loved less. So, I don't want to water down Romans. 
uh, with this, but in this case then, uh, in, uh, uh, then in Luke, uh, uh, this, where it says, if any man come to me and hate not his father, if, if we don't love and cherish and glorify and put Christ ahead of everything else, uh, then we cannot be his disciples. It doesn't say we can't be children of God. I didn't say that. I did not say that. Children of God, we'll lose out on a lot there. Uh, and we'll see more of that if we're not disciples of of Jesus Christ. Uh, that is so much of my failure in life is being a disciple. Uh, you know, since since I am a child of God because of what Jesus Christ did, because of what God the Father did, and what the Holy Ghost did. And that's done. I don't have to, I, I don't fail at being a child of God. Now, manifesting that, yes, there's failure there on, on my part. And being a disciple, then, we, can, we, can, we know I can stop and think, oh, wait, am I putting uh, this, whatever this is, ahead of Christ? Whatever it is. Uh, and, and not giving him my full demo, uh, uh, devotion. That, you know, I talk, start out with a hard saying. That's a hard thing to do. It's it's difficult. I, uh, for 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 me, all I can do is say say me. I I think for others as well, uh, in in striving, but to do that. But uh, anyway, so uh, so it doesn't mean that we are not to honor our father and mothers. It doesn't mean uh, that uh, we're not to love and honor our our wives and and vice versa and everything. But he's talking about discipleship here and and making this strong point. Uh, here in this this situation, whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me, follow me. That's a disciple. So there, if you don't follow him, that settles it right there. You're not following him. In um, Matthew chapter ten, real quickly. Uh, Matthew chapter ten, twenty fourth verse. Jesus again, uh, the 24th verse says, The disciple is not above his master, nor the servant above his Lord. So we see the word servant brought in here. And in John, uh, the Gospel of John, we'll get, get more into this servant and under bondage and so forth. Uh, then, But the verse I really want to grab here is that leading up to is 25th verse. It is enough. It is enough for the disciple that he be as his master and the servant as his Lord. Uh, so it's not simply, uh, uh, it is not simply learning. It's not just a pupil-teacher relationship. That just that just waters it down. Uh, Kathy was talking about a, a funeral we went to the other day, and, and they do not use uh, the King James uh, translation. Uh, but they And, and the, the minister uh, read the part of the 23rd Psalm. And it was from another, uh, another uh, translation uh, or version. Uh, and uh, the, it, was, it just sounded like somebody was just, just saying it. It, the poetry was not there. That pretty, that beautiful, well, it's the inspired word of God. It's beautiful. And I don't want to put it in my language. There's not, again, I've, there's not one y'all in the Bible. 
And so I want to, and all the kinds. And, and, you know, you can get into these, the these and the thou's and all, whether where it says you and yours and everything. And, and I see, I hear these things all the time. It's no, it's no disrespect to God. I don't believe. I can't read into the person's heart. God knows and all. You know, as we listen, like Brother Roger led us in prayer and so forth. And as we say these words and all, uh, that uh, he, and he's speaking directly to God. Through Lord save Jesus Christ, then, uh, uh, but uh, uh, so we have uh, uh, the way we 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 speak to Him, uh, and uh, anyway, uh, I want to grab one verse in the eleventh chapter of uh, Matthew while I'm here, and then go back. Um, he says, twenty uh, eighth verse: Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. You shall find rest under your souls. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. As we are disciples of Christ, we have taken that yoke upon us. It's not like I, I, I never... Uh, school was not my favorite thing in life. Let me just word it that way. I had to force myself, and I knew I needed it and, and all, and, and passed the test and, and everything and learned that stuff. But uh, we, 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 we learn that stuff with Christ. It's so much more. We become as him. That's the closeness there. It's not just the pupil uh, and the teacher. Uh, and you, but you think of ser- servant and, and, or slave and, and master, and all, so that's that's what that's like, and so that that is, uh, so anyway, and so in this uh, in this in this bondage here, this uh, and so whosoever doth not bear his cross, that is uh, in bearing our cross, didn't say bear the cross of Christ. That's done and put away. Uh, he died. He was crucified on the cross. We bear our cross. That is mortifying the deeds of the flesh. There's the difficulty. Because we still have, and we still have the flesh. We're still in this body, and all. And 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 Paul said, "I die daily. It's daily we do that." Uh, so uh, preeminence, certainly in the verse twenty-six, uh, and give give Jesus Christ uh, uh, the glory there, and then uh, and then uh, mortifying the deeds of our. Uh, flesh, and I, I won't. I'm not going to go through the rest of this. This, this is another time, maybe. And Elder uh, Adam Green at, at uh, uh, Lavernia preached some on commitment and so forth, and wonderful subject. Uh, but I don't want if, to. If I get any farther into that, uh, uh, but uh, uh, the 33rd verse was the third third item here of not being def- definition of not being his disciple. Whosoever uh, he be of you that forsaketh not all that he hath, uh, that and all these, and I, 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 I think I could probably in my mind. Uh, Sinfully, I could rationalize anything that takes me away from God and my service to Him, and yet, then, but I, okay, well, I'm doing this because uh, I am, I am uh, uh, showing my love toward my brother or sister, my father, mother. I must do that, and and I'm not doing this, and 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 there can be, uh, uh, and I have seen where someone in the church uh, have have. Uh, dedicated themselves so much to the following discipleship of Christ then 
Family members will become angry at that. Well, you didn't come to our family reunion. Now, on the other flip side of that, then, there are some that uh, will cancel church uh, completely uh, to go to a family reunion. Uh, we, we never, I don't know. We never had, had one. We had a pretty large family at one time, not so much anymore that we, we know of. But uh, we would gather, but never, never was on, on Sunday. And so we'd go for that, but not to put that above. So that's, that's uh, uh, an example there. Uh, now, in, uh, back in John, in that uh, same chapter, chapter 6, In uh, this is to bring something, and this is all kind of all of this will apply when I go to John chapter eight in a moment. And this is where in the sixtieth verse talked about the, they they said they said this is a hard saying. Who can hear it? Uh, and then in the sixty-six verse, I'm just, I just want to hit this quickly and try not to be tedious. From sixty-six verse, from that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. So still discipleship. Many went back; they walked no more with him. Uh, but then he says in the, uh, well, he asked in the 67th verse, then said Jesus unto the 12, tells exactly who he's speaking to. It's going to be a lot of that in the 8th chapter of, of John. Uh, then said Jesus to the 12, will ye, go, will ye also go away? Are you going to leave me too? Are y'all going to go away? Uh, there's a y'all. Uh, anyway, then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe and are sure that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered them, Have not I chosen you twelve, and one of you is a devil? One of you is a devil? You're thinking in your mind, if I could read minds, you're thinking right now, Judas. That's who that, who that is. And that is who he's talking about. But to say, again, Jesus, he uses some strong words. He's saying Judas is a devil. So go, going, heading toward 8th chapter of John. Don't, uh, don't turn over there just yet. Uh, but uh, uh, so in uh, 2 Timothy, the 3rd chapter... Second Timothy, Second Timothy, chapter three, verse three, uh, and he he describes this uh, here. Uh, uh, this, this in the first verse. There's only three verses. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves. So that's one of those that can't be a disciple if we do not forsake ourselves as well. Uh, remember that covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents. We're not that disobedient to parents is not honoring your mother and father. There's that commandment out the window if we, if we are disobedient to parents. 
I, I'll confess now and tell you here in front of everyone, I was disobedient to my, my uh, parents from time to time. Maybe not as much as siblings were. My siblings. Anyway, so, uh, so disobedient to parents, you, you should not do that. So I hope children are still hanging on today, right now. We're not to disobey our parents. We, we do have experience. Can we be wrong? Yeah. But also, as God loves us, He's our Father, we have that love, that true love for our children, grandchildren, and so forth. Uh, when we command uh, or, 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 or request you to do something as children, then it's in love. But we know it's the right thing to do, or we pray that it is. So anyway, going on, I mean to get on that. Uh, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those who are good. Um, so this false accusers right there, that phrase, it's the same word uh, as a devil that he called Judas, a devil. That's a devil. I think of a devil, all of us do. We've seen whatever there that's cartoons or shows or something, how the world portrays a devil. You've seen it, yeah, on different things. That's not it. This is a false accuser and all these other things uh, and, and uh, slanderous and misrepresenting. That's the definition. So we go back over the same word, the devil. It's not, it doesn't say, uh, and one of you is a false accuser. It says a devil, but that's what that word is in the Greek, not the English there. Uh, so uh, he call, calls him that. Now, let's go to John chapter 8. Uh, and I just... I'm going to finish out here, only having a couple of points, really, I want to make. There's so much detail, and I probably take all these, and, and I tend to, to rush uh, if I'm trying to get through something and not be tedious. But anyway, you pray. John chapter 8. Uh, now, I'm going to go to the 30th verse of this of this chapter, um, trying to pray that I, I just pull things out in the right order here. That 30th verse of John 8 says, uh, as he spake these words, Jesus, as Jesus spake these words, many believed on him. So there's, there's a good thing. So he, as Jesus spoke to them, many believe uh, on him. That doesn't mean they believed those statements he was making. Uh, means they believed on Jesus Christ much deeper, much deeper, okay? Uh, now, it says many believe. Now, when we get slip into this 31st verse, it says, Then Jesus said to those Jews uh, which believed on him. So now there's a little bit more detail. Now we knew if we go back, and we're going to go back in a second and look, follow through the people that he is speaking to. 
because we have to know, because he says here, Then Jesus said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, and he, began, he spoke to them. He, he told them something here. And they go back and forth. And they answered him, and Jesus, and then 34th verse, Jesus answered them. A lot of pronouns here. I believe that many times this is how these words are, the word of God is hidden from the wise and prudent. God has to reveal these. He has to bless us to understand these things and not say, this is the total opposite of what he said over here. This can't be right. And it's easy to think, okay, well, we'll just make it mean this or apply my my modern definition, but we don't want to do that. So then we come down to, and so we follow all the way through there. In the 39th verse, they answered, they and them, Jesus answered them. Um, 41st verse, then they said they to him. So far, I haven't seen any difference in the people, the Jews that believed him, many believed him, and the Jews that believed on him. You know one thing. Let's settle on some concrete things. In this crowd here, there are, there are both the uh, regenerated and unregenerate child of God. You say that. Whether or not there's someone who is not a child of God, you know, I don't, maybe they'll stand there out of curiosity and listen to this, uh, this man, Jesus preach and speak, but it's all, it's all foolishness to them. They are not going to hear. But we have those that are both, both uh, born again and not here in this, in this crowd. But some were, I always like to concentrate on the good, uh, those Jews which believed on him, they were children of God here. Now remember, I've been talking about discipleship too, not not being a child of God, but uh, that's, that's this crowd here. So we come down, and so in the 44th verse, still talking, seemingly, seemingly talking to those same people, says, Ye are of your father, the devil. Ye are of your father, the devil. Now, I remember the definition of devil. That's why I gave you that. False accuser, slanderer, misrepresenting, and so forth. And the lust of your father ye will do. So now he's re- Jesus is reacting to something. It's going back and there's a back and forth here. That's not, that's not you know, preaching is not a, a debate. It's not a, a free-for-all, you know. Preaching is preaching and, and, and all. There's other times for questions and answer, and Jesus is talking to them. But so it looks like, it looks like, it appears that Jesus now is telling them uh, that uh, you who believe on me, uh, you are of your father, the devil. There is what it appears. If you read through there, now let me cover for a moment, go back and look and, and talk about who Jesus is speaking to, who's speaking to him, who's here. I'll, I love to know, uh, like in congregations and meetings and so forth and churches, like, well, who all was there? And, and, oh, I know them. And, oh, I love that sister. She's so sweet. I mean, you know who's there. We don't know who all is here. But in, let me go back to the uh, first part of this eighth chapter and come back in as quickly as I can. hope you're staying with me. <laughs> uh, 
So we know where he is. Jesus went under the Mount of Olives. That's where he is. That's the location, Mount of Olives. He frequented that place. It says early in the morning, he came again into the temple, and all the people came unto him, and he sat down and taught them. All the people. I think all the people. He's in the temple. Is this all the people in Jerusalem? All, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know all the people. How far out do you go? Uh, I remember when I lived in Houston, I'd think, well, this is the population of Houston. And, and I would always think, there's got to be more people. Or then they'd say, define, well, the population of metropolitan Houston was like 3 million people more than the population of Houston proper. And, I'll, okay, that makes more sense. I don't know how, how many this is. But it says all the people. So we keep track. Who all is Jesus speaking to here? He taught them. Right now, it's all the people. All the people. Uh, then it says in third verse, and the scribes and Pharisees, so they come on the scene, or they're in all the people, so they're there, the scribes and Pharisees, brought unto him a woman taken in adultery, and, and when they had set her in the midst, she's in the middle, so they bring this woman, put her right in the middle, and remember all the people is what he says here, is there, they're, they're all there. So, so far, that's who's, who is there. And, and so, Jesus, and let he, that, he that is without sin among you, let him cast, uh, first cast a stone at her. That's where that, that verse is there. But we're going right through that, not my point. And they which heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one. All right, now we got some people leaving. All the people, scribes and Pharisees, now you got people leaving. Follow through, hang on to the, 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 this soft math here. Uh, beginning with the eldest, even unto the last. Now, and Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. Saying there are two people there, Jesus and the woman. Still standing in the midst. I'm thinking, okay, they put her in the midst of all these people. Who, what midst of, of what there? But we'll, we'll, we'll go through that in just a second. So it looks like, okay, he's left alone and the woman standing in the midst. So he speaks to the woman and so forth. Uh, you skip from there to the next. If you're looking through to see, oh, well, who's here now? We go to the 12th verse. Then spake Jesus again to them, unto them. It's not just, it's not unto her. Apparently, there are people there. There's people there. You know, we're heading back to where he's speaking to, supposedly, those Jews that believed on him. But right now, we've got, uh, he spake unto them. So these people that, now, when it says they, they went out one by one, I don't know if they just stepped Step back, I don't know, out of the temple, whatever. There's still people there because he spoke to them here. And then in the 13th verse, the Pharisees therefore said unto him. Okay, so the Pharisees are still there. Pharisees are still there. Uh, Then we see in the 22nd verse. Then said the Jews, then said the Jews. So now the Jews are speaking to Jesus. They're saying something here. Uh, and so we have the, the Pharisees. Uh, we had the woman. Hasn't said she left. We don't know. Uh, yesterday, uh, Elder 
Philip Conley asked Elder Mark Quarles uh, a question uh, about miracles and the count of miracles when they began and so forth. And, and Brother Mark Quarles gave an answer, uh, said, said that he, he had to say the answer. His, that question was, I don't know. And Brother Philip said, well, okay, you haven't gotten me any farther. That was my answer, that I don't know. Elder Mark Richards was standing there. He gave, he gave a good answer. He gave, gave something there. And, and I'm not going to get into the subject matter, but, but and it was a, a, a good answer. So uh, anyway, so uh, uh, it says here, then said the Jews. So then we come down, and now we're back where I started. And he spake these words, as he spake these words, many believed on him. So this same crowd, this same group, and we've got Pharisees, we've got scribes, we've got uh, Jews, mostly Jews. Uh, whether that woman is still there, I, I still don't know. Some things are just left, left out. We, we don't know. And we're given what we need. And then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, and he, he answers a question here, and he says, If ye continue in my word, then ye are, are ye my disciples indeed. Here's the positive of some of those negatives I gave you over there in Luke. You cannot be my disciple, cannot be my disciple. Here's you will be my uh, disciples indeed. If you continue, if you abide, remain. They're there. And they're abiding. And so he's answering them. Now, as we go on through, and it says they answered him, and they, they go through. There's so much I want to cover in here, but so they, it says they. Uh, as we go down through here, and they talk about uh, that they said, we're, we're, uh, we be Abraham's seed. Hey, he's our father. And so, uh, so uh, he said, "Yeah, we're 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 disciples." But he says uh, in the just ahead of that, "And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free." What they're saying is they're not in bondage; they're not slaves. And he says, uh, uh, "And uh, and we're never in bondage to any man." How sayest thou, "Ye shall be made free"? They're thinking just like here and now. They're like Nicodemus. And being born again, how can I go back into my mother's womb? And so uh, they're saying, we're, we're in, Abraham, of course, have they forgotten about Egypt and Assyria, Babylon, and now Rome, really, Rome, the Roman bondage, if you will. But they're thinking about that. Jesus answered them, verily, verily, I say unto you, whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. You're in bondage. He's telling them, you're in bondage to sin. You're abiding in sin. And that's your slavery right there. Uh, so he says he answered them. Um, now, as, as he's going down through here, though, I will tell you that this, this 44th verse... Ye are of your father, the devil. And I simply just don't have time or don't want to take the time to go into all this detail. Maybe another time or offline. But uh, they are manifesting some of these here. The only ones here are not those Jews which believed on Jesus. There are others there. We can, we can see that there. And if you see that between that when Jesus and that woman... Apparently, we're the only two left there. All of a sudden, there's, there's more, and he's answering them and the Pharisees and so forth. 
So we, we, can't, we have to realize here, and this is talking about uh, the, uh, the uh, unregenerate here. There are many places where he simply talks about discipleship, not whether you're a child of God or not. That, that's not coming into play. If you are a true disciple of Christ, yes, you are a child of God, and not only that, you have the life within you. Vitally, you're a child of God. Uh, but uh, so he's telling him uh, that uh, your father Adam, uh, he says, they answered and said unto him, thirty ninth verse, uh, Abraham is our father. Jesus saith unto them, if ye were Abraham's children, ye would do the works of Abraham. They're not acting like the children of Abraham here. They're acting like uh, like the devil. What he would do. His, uh, his attributes, his actions, his passions, that's what they were doing. They, he says they, they, uh, uh, they want to, uh, now, oh yeah, you seek, in the 37th, ye seek to kill me because my word hath no place with you. Uh, and, and 38th verse, ye do that which ye have seen with your father, the devil, the deceiver, uh, the blasphemer, the slanderer. That's what he's talking to them about there. Uh, they are in within active enmity against God, against Jesus Christ here. Uh, and uh, I think about uh, the, uh, the, uh, uh, the uh, Saul of uh, uh, Tarsus before his change. Uh, that and how he was act, breathing these threatenings and so forth, and then there was a change in him uh, sometime in his in his life. There, whether you think it's uh, when he was struck down on the road, when he was born again or not, uh, he was a child. Of, he wrote uh, uh, was it fourteen books of the New Testament, most of the New Testament, and, and all. Uh, but uh, uh, so. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ, I believe, is speaking to those that would seek to kill him are the ones that believed on him, the Jews still there. Yes, they're there. And he tells them, remain in my word. Remain uh, uh, in this belief as my disciples uh, and continue, abide, live in it. And that's what we're to do. Then there is rest for those uh, and, and so uh, we, we see that uh, he's teaching much discipleship here. Uh, but then he, uh, uh, in this discourse or this teaching, uh, uh, he uh, uh, is uh, telling them, this is how you're acting. And they couldn't, they said, no, we're, we're of the, my father Abraham. We're, we're, uh, we've not been under bondage. What are you talking about being set free, being freed from anything? They couldn't even, they couldn't see that there. Uh, now, I, I, I would, I always would love to see that scene there, and and who all? Let's see who's talking, responding, and and so forth. I, I always want that. Selfish of me, but I, I want that. Some things it's it's good to see firsthand. When Jesus says uh, to to Peter to to Simon Bar Jonah, he says, "Upon this rock will I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it." I don't know what 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 is Jesus? What are his mannerisms? Did he say uh, he didn't look at Peter and and to everyone else say, "Upon this rock," he he I think he most likely said, "Upon this rock will I build my church," not on Peter. 
We, we know that, and you reconcile that with all the other scripture. Uh, so that's what we have, have to do in, in this. Uh, and, and, and yet, uh, uh, so being children of God, if you have the hope uh, that fadeth not away, that you have the hope within you uh, of eternal glory, uh, and, and you feel like you love Jesus Christ, God Almighty, and we feel uh, 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 worthless, uh, not deserving of these things, uh, you are a child of God. And it was not preaching that got you there. Jesus Christ, through the Holy Ghost, got you there. God choosing you, He got you there. Uh, and uh, uh, so uh, uh, preaching just uh, uh, when it's blessed, uh, it causes us to, uh, uh, to uh, um, uh, rejoice uh, in that fact uh, and that God does not need any means whatsoever in mankind uh, to save all that he chose eternally. He doesn't need any of us for that. Uh, but uh, uh, does he delight in our discipleship? Yes, he does. Uh, uh, he uh, uh, says at different places that God winked and all. And some people think about him smiling and, and so forth. But it, he doesn't want us to be disciples. He, he doesn't need us to. He delights in that and then blesses us. But remember the negative and the positive definitions of discipleship there. It's rough. It is tough. It is a hard, that's a hard saying. And that we still, if we, even putting him first then, we honor our father and mother. Uh, we love our wives. And we, uh, we, we, uh, we love one another. And that love came to us from, from uh, uh, God Almighty and serve him. Because we have that great desire. May God bless and keep you. I pray that it wasn't too tedious. Uh, we will now open doors to church.